Sorry about that, guys. I don't know what happened to the video. Um, hopefully I didn't say anything I'll regret when the screen was blank, but let's go. Welcome to Called Bank Sports and the Utah Jazz, our Western Conference. Well, the one seed, I guess I was going to say champions, but they're not champions yet, but they clinched the one seed tonight. That is absolutely bonkers to me. I just remember in December, um, the first couple games going four and four, just being absolutely terrified of what was going to come and dreading the season. And then they turned it around, took the one seed into the all-star break. Um, after the all-star break, you know, came back out kind of not knowing what they were doing, but got back in it. And dang, when Donovan went out, I, I personally was just so concerned that the Jazz were going to lose that one seed. But heck yes, they did it by just one game, but that's all you need. And they're going to be playing the eight seed, which we're not going to know until Friday because of the playing game. So that's a that could be a downside, but you know, whatever happens, happens. And I am so excited for this opportunity here. Um, some of you guys may have seen, and I'll get into this a bit later, that a video, like a 45-second video went live a few minutes ago um, just chatting about the playoff bracket competition we're going to have where you can win up to a $250 um, gift card to either the NBA store or the Jazz Team store, and that's going to be awesome. But let's just talk about this game for a bit. Um, Jazz just came in and... Decided to really give us all a heart attack to start out. I was not expect. Um, I was a bit concerned, but once I saw that Sacramento was pretty much resting everyone except for Buddy Healed, I thought, "Oh, the Jazz have got this. They're gonna do just fine." And then they go down by twelve, and I was sitting here thinking, "Are the Jazz really going to lose to an undermanned Sacramento Kings team?" To get the two seed, is that really going to be the end of the 72-game schedule? But thankfully, it wasn't. They came back out and um, and were able to take a lead into the second quarter, push that lead out to, I think, 16 at the half, and then really never look back. It was just something incredible to see, especially just watching Mike Conley um, put up the stats that he did. Let me double check his final stat line. It's nice to see him back. Um, he was able to put up um, nine assists, six rebounds, and 11 points. So continued to tease the um, Jazz fans wanting a regular season triple-double. But it looks like we're going to have to wait for 21-22 to see. We can finally break, I believe, the decade-plus-long streak. Or drought is a better word than streak on not having... <laughs> Uh, not having a triple-double in the regular season. But hey, I'm flying high right now, and I could absolutely care less. Um, so just a bunch of positivity in the chat. Spicy YT with his confetti. Um, Sawyer Parker just thrilled. And yeah, I do love the playing tournament so much. It does stink to not know who the Jazz are playing until Friday. And fingers crossed that that doesn't end up being damaging. You know, it is kind of scary when it could be either the Lakers or the Golden State Warriors, you know, LeBron James or Steph Curry. I think the only team that's won without them, without one of those players over the last five or six years in, N in, the NBA, history, in NBA history is the Toronto Raptors, who got lucky as much as I loved watching them that year and thought they were a great team with Golden State just being absolutely... Um, just destroyed by injuries in those playoffs. But I am so excited. It looks like we've got a few more people here, so I'm going to go into explaining the playoff bracket competition. Um, the link is in the description, so you can go watch that video. And in that link is going to have the full rules to the competition, as well as the fillable bracket that you can fill out. So, like I said earlier, you can earn up to a 250, you can win up to a $250 um gift card to the Jazz Team store or to the NBA store. And basically how that works is the gift card will be worth 10% of our of this channel's subscriber count up to $250 at the end of the NBA, um, at the, when the champion is crowned. So scoring is pretty simple. It's going to be based off of you predict who's going to move on to the next round and you predict how many games that's going to take. So you get one point if you get the number of games correctly and you get the points of the seed um, for that matchup. So if you think the seven seed is going to beat the two seed and you get that correctly, you'll get seven points moving on. 
If you think the two seed is going to win, you'll get two points. So obviously, you only get points if you predict who's going to win. But if you predict that upset, it's worth a lot more points. So please, share that with your friends, your family. Put it out on social media. Um, Try to get as many people to enter as possible. And get as many people to subscribe as possible. So that that gift card value goes up. But let's get back to this game and just... You know, just be so, I'm just so excited for what the Jazz are going to end up doing um, here in this offseason. This is honestly the deepest Western Conference I've ever seen, um, you know, in my 20 some odd years of life. There's not a team that I would not be surprised, sadly, if they beat the Jazz in a seven game series. Golden State, Memphis, and, well, Memphis and San Antonio. If they somehow got in, I expect to lose in the first round. Um, Golden State definitely is lacking depth. You know, they're really missing Clay Thompson being injured, him being injured, and a lot of the other injuries are causing the Jazz, are causing Golden State problems. But Steph Curry is so good, and he could have a special seven game series. But after that, the Lakers, if LeBron and AD and everyone start meshing in the first round, terrifying. Um, Portland, Again, they can, they're an offensive juggernaut, and if everything clicks, terrifying. Nuggets, if KP, Kristaps, goes off, sorry, that, I meant to say Mavericks, terrifying. Um, Nuggets, they're missing Jamal Murray, but they have the best record in the league, I think, since Jamal Murray went out. Terrifying. Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George. Yeah, Paul George has a history of not performing well in the playoffs, but if he goes off, terrifying. Suns? Don't know how Chris Paul is going to hold up since it's been such a crazy season, but he's only missed like two or three games and he's in incredible shape and Brooker's, you know, also really good. So terrifying. Um, then the jazz, they were the, I think I would need to double check some stats, but at the very minimum, they're arguably the best three point shooting team in NBA history. The West is so deep and I'm so happy the jazz are the one seed. But it's going to be a grind if the Jazz want to get to the playoffs, uh, get to the finals. And if they get to the finals, they're going to have to beat Brooklyn, is my guess. So there you go. That's my take on it. I think that Brooklyn's going to be able to make it. Um, Maybe Philly can pull it off and maybe Milwaukee. But if you have the big three on Brooklyn healthy, while they might not be able to play defense, I mean, nobody's going to be able to defend them. So this playoffs is shaping up to be so exciting for Utah and frankly I'm just um really hoping the Jazz can make it through and fingers crossed that they at least make it to the Western Conference Finals if not beyond um yeah Sawyer says share the stream please do leave a like if you haven't it helps other people find the stream and it's just going to be awesome um and thank you for sharing that bracket um competition Sawyer so if you're just new to the chat um New to the stream, we've got a bracket competition going for the playoffs. You can win a Jazz gift card. It's going to be awesome. Link to um, more information should be in the description right now. So you can go double check that after the stream. Um, Weston Harvey says, Memphis is a piece of cake. Yeah, I do think Memphis would be a piece of cake. So, I mean, we're looking at it. I don't know if the play-in tournament is officially decided here. um, But if the Lakers end up like I believe was like I believe is what should happen if they end up in the seven and Warriors are obviously in the eight already. So let's say Lakers win that and then Grizzlies beat the Spurs. Then you have Grizzlies Warriors again this upcoming Friday to see who's gonna make it. Um obviously Memphis was hanging with Golden State for about um 42 minutes so they have a chance and maybe the loss is going to propel them to win that and knock Golden State out. That would be my hope as a Jazz fan is for Memphis to make it through or the Spurs. My, what terrifies me is that the Lakers could possibly make it through, um, lose the first one and fall to eight. And that would be really concerning, but I do think the Jazz are capable of beating them, especially getting them when you know, they're still trying to overcome all of their injuries and get meshed back together. Um, there's some, there's some, oh, I missed gaming with Devins. He said, number one seed, let's go. Could not agree more. So there's some smack talk, smack talk in the live chat about the bracket. So 
Dale and I are super excited for this. We're really hoping to just get as many people in it as possible and just have it be something fun that we continue to do years down the road. March Madness is a lot of fun, and I really think we have a great twist on this that makes it just a really fun way to um, to kind of look forward to the NBA playoffs. So looking at team stats, if we want to... Weston, I'm so glad you're... Um, your bracket has bacon. If everyone's bracket has bacon, then this will be a good ge- then this will be a good <laughs> a good competition. So, kind of the Jazz really showed tonight how getting to the free throw line and hitting the three point shot changes the aspect of a game. They were 41 of 86 compared to 42 of 91 for the Kings. So the Kings made one more basket than the Jazz. But the Jazz went to the stripe 25 times compared to the Kings who went to the charity stripe 10 times. And the Jazz doubled the number of threes that the Kings made. So the Kings went 9 of 30 and the Jazz went 18 of 39. Um, Crazy fact, the Jazz are the first team in NBA history to have had 10 plus threes in every regular season game. Now, it was only a 72-game schedule. So it is definitely fair that they would have had to do it for 10 more games in a regular season. Um, but I, I think I'm confident that they would have. And I don't think there's any reason why anyone should think anything otherwise. So like I said earlier in the stream, this is the best three-point shooting team in NBA history. I am hoping that they catch fire in the playoffs and show who they really are. Um, Clarkson obviously started the season off really well and then reverted back to his norm. But we've seen that he's capable of being lights out. Um, Bogey has stepped up his percentage here of late. Hopefully Donovan comes back in on fire. Mike Conley's back. Um, Donovan is definitely the biggest concern. Dale and I talked a bit about that in the Saturday show yesterday. But, you know, as long as hopefully Donovan's able to get back into rhythm and as long as we're not playing the Lakers, I'm not too concerned about him taking a game or two to get back into rhythm. Um, so Liberty returns. How many fans are they allowing? They were allowing 13,000 fans. I believe that's just over 70% capacity um, in in the arena. First game, I don't, I don't know if the schedule has been officially announced, but should be Sunday. So games one and two should be in Utah this next Sunday and Tuesday. Don't quote me on that. Double check for yourselves. But those should be the first two home games for the Jazz. And I'm just so stoked about where the Jazz are going. And the fact that we have 13,000 fans is awesome. That is the most of any team in the NBA. And hopefully, you know, come second round, we can get closer. Um, And obviously, I don't want to jinx anything here. But come Western Conference Finals or come NBA Finals, As long as vaccines have went up and, I mean, people are doing good wearing their masks in the arena just to, like, make it as safe as possible, I do think we could be at 100% capacity, which would be amazing. I really don't want, and obviously not everyone will be able to make it to playoffs games, but just to have a full house is going to be an absolutely great opportunity here. Um, So Jazz do need more fans. We need as many fans as we can get. But 13,000 is awesome. Um, And Weston Harvey says they're also the third team to get 1,200 threes, referring to the Jazz this year. And let's be real here, 10 more games, 10 threes a game. I'm not sure if any team got over 13,000. But if the Jazz had 10 more games, they're probably the first team, and I keep being off with my orders of magnitude, They'd probably be the first team to get 1,300 three-pointers made in an NBA season. And frankly, next year, expect to see a team, maybe not even the Jazz, surpass the Jazz. Five years down the road, when you have more Trey Youngs in the league, and Trey Young is like an average three-point shooter, which I'm terrified of, but I believe is going to happen. And the league is changing. I don't know what they're going to do to either kind of shift it back or make it so the three doesn't take over the game completely. But it's here to stay, and it's going to be here for a long time. Um, so, this is that Western Harvey says this is actually an advantage because no other team has that many fans, so we will play better. Yeah, and Utah, um, 
obviously has one of the best home court advantages in NBA history. It's been well documented. Um, and so as long as we're there, let's keep it loud. Let's keep it cordial. We don't need any more fans getting banned for life from the arena. But I hope everyone's able to make it to a playoff game, if at all possible. And, you know, the way that the Jazz could help is, you know, making sure that there's at least eight playoff games to go to. And I say eight because, you know, they have home court through the whole playoffs. So hopefully it's just eight. Hopefully they play 16 um, playoff games this year and they're all W's. And the Utah Jazz is finally, the Utah Jazz are finally, after all of these decades, able to raise a championship banner here in Utah. Um, Still kind of surreal for me. I know that it's just a chance. It's just the number one seed. They've had the one seed before and that hasn't come to fruition, but dang, this is awesome. Um, leave a like if you guys haven't left a like and let's keep the, get the chat blowing up. I will be on as long as the chat is going and I'd really love to see us just, you know, get an hour long stream tonight. I don't know if we've done an hour long stream yet. Um, Gaming with Devin says in the chat, is playing tournaments more of an advantage or disadvantage for the Jazz, do you think? That's a good question. So one thing that the playing tournament does is it allows Donovan Mitchell to get another week of, of rest, which is also another week of rust, but he might need it. If that gets him to 100%, then that's a really big advantage for the Jazz. Now, it does stink that there are currently four teams we could we, the Jazz could play that I believe you'll know... Um, the first team that it's not Tuesday, no Wednesday, and then you'll know, or the first, or the first team that it's not Tuesday, second team it's not Wednesday, but you, or Wednesday, I'm not sure entirely. I, but it it is going to stink. It is going to be hard if you have to prepare for a team with one day's rest. And I think in the future the conference is never going to be this deep again, so it won't be as concerning. But depending on who it falls to, it could hurt the Jazz. Um especially depending on what percentage Jonathan Mitchell is back at and how rusty he is. I think the Jazz will be fine, but I can't just wipe away all concerns, you know. That is definitely a real thing that is that is um, worrisome for the Jazz. Um, I do have work, you know, at 8 a.m. tomorrow, Sawyer. But, I mean, if we did go till 6 a.m., I guess I would do it and drink way too many Monster Energies or Red Bulls tomorrow. Um... Sawyer Parker says, are any of you guys going to a playoff game? I'm not. I think I'll be able to go to at least one in the opening round. And may, um, it, it definitely is going to be hard to get in. Uh, I think one of my dad's friends has season tickets, so I think that's why we're able to get in. But fingers crossed, you know, that um, the Jazz make it all the way and that every, that, you know, maybe there's a chance. Maybe some some of you who don't think you're going to be able to go f- have some good luck. But um, at the very minimum... You know, they're going to be on national TV and we'll all be able to watch the Jazz. We're not going to have any root sports nightmares. And hopefully this is the last year of AT&T Sportsnet. Um, Maybe that killed a sponsorship down the road, but I doubt it. Um, Yeah, why would I skip a perfectly good playoff game when there is no... Um, Kind of confused on what you said there, Weston. If you want to expound a bit more, I can talk about it. When do we expect Conley to be back from CJ... Paragalo. I'm sorry, I butchered that last name there. Um, So Conley played for the first half against OKC on Friday. And he played, um, I'm not sure how many minutes he played tonight. I can get that exact number right here. Conley played a total of 22 minutes tonight. So I think he'll be back um, playing whole games. And he hasn't been too rusty. Um, I mean, he was three for three from three tonight, so that's not rusty at all. I don't expect to have any problems with Don um, with Conley in the first game. Um, so let's. Um, Sawyer's trying to get us up to twenty. We're at nineteen. Let's get to twenty. I think the most we might have got to thirties once after a Boston game, but I we're definitely we're shooting for thir- for twenty tonight, and we could get thirty. So leave a like if you haven't yet. That does help other people find us, and that definitely helps the chat get going and um make this go a bit longer. So we <laughs> the chat is just blowing up with we're the number one and go Jazz. And frankly, I'm just on cloud nine right now, 
I remember when Dale and I were doing the um, kind of preseason shows to start out, and frankly, our hope was for a two or a three seed. We were expecting three. We're kind of like four or five is worst case scenario. Six is someone gets hurt for a long time. You know, like 10 games, I would have thought we were definitely not keeping home court. But you have Donovan go out for 10 plus this year. Same with with Conley. And the Jazz are sitting here with home court. Um, nobody predicted this season. Anybody who predicted this season, I, I don't know what you were thinking. <laughs> I, I frankly think you were just kind of being a jazz homie. Last year, there were the predictions with Conley coming. And obviously, we saw that Conley just really struggled meshing. Um, kind of felt like a, you can't teach an old, do- an old dog new tricks. And really just looked like Conley um, was, wasn't going to be good last year. I did think he would fit and get into it. I, I thought the doom and gloom was a bit too soon. But this year... He got his first all-star appearance, and it did take a couple of players being hurt. Personally, still thought he should have slid in there over some younger players, but Mike Conley's an all-star. Rudy Gobert, two-time all-star. Donovan Mitchell, two-time all-star. You know, um, Mitchell is a contender for an all-NBA team. Gobert is going to be at least all-NBA third team. And I do believe he's the best defensive center in the NBA and possibly arguably the best center. But I do understand that Jokic has to be on the first team um, since he's going to be MVP and Embiid will probably make the second team. So, But we've just got all-NBA team um, players. We're looking down the line like, don't be shocked to see Donovan Mitchell pick up an MVP here in the next few years. Don't I mean I would be shocked, but hopefully at some point everyone recognizes what Gobert brings to the table and gets him an MVP. This is just a great team, and we should just all be living in the moment right now. There might be a really hard day here in the next few weeks. There might be some hard games. But just be thankful that we're all here to witness this greatness, to witness the jazz on the cusp of just the front just that where basketball's going, the fact that they're the one seed and the fact that this is just all so special. Um, gaming with Devin, what are your thoughts on Quinn Snyder getting the best coach award? Quinn Snyder, um, bit of a homie pick. He should get the um, coach of the year award. Overall one seed, like I said, took the Jazz to one of the best defensive teams in the league, best offensive teams in the league, best the, the best three-point shooting team in the league, arguably. And absolutely just revolutionized where basketball is going to a level that Houston never took it to a, le- um, to a level that Golden State kind of took it, but still not to like the same place the Jazz took it. Uh, I can understand why people want Monty Williams, I believe in um, Phoenix, to get that award, correct me if I got that quote wrong, and Tom Thibodeau on the Knicks. Um, Knicks, I could absolutely see. You have the most improved player, bar none, on their team. I'm named just left me, so leave that in the chat. Um, Suns, I don't really know because end of last season, they were good. Like They pushed for the playoffs last year, and yes, they got to the two seed this year. But that was kind of like with the addition of Chris Paul and the addition of Jay Crowder. And while the Jazz did bring back in, um, did bring back Derek Favors, I felt like they changed who they were without really any new key pieces. And so I feel like that was entirely coaching when Phoenix was kind of more talent acquisition. So I do believe Coach um, Snyder should be Coach of the Year. He's at least going to be runner-up or third. He's definitely in that conversation. Um, Jordan Clarkson will be sixth man of the year. Runner-up will be Joe Ingles, no questions asked. DPOY, if it is given to Ben Simmons, whoever, the people who voted for him, do not watch the NBA. So we're going to have the Jazz. Um, Jazz are going to get at least two end-of-season, reg- end-of-regular-season awards. I think they should get three, and I'm hoping to see some Jazz players get some MVP, some MPV, MVP votes. Sorry, going crazy. Um, so Weston said, do I think Gobert will get Defensive Player of the Year again? Absolutely, no questions asked. Um, I believe, I, I don't know if I can pull it up quick enough on 538, but if you go through and you look at player ratings and you look at like where the defensive players are, there's absolutely... No, um, there's no contest. So Gobert has a rating per 538, and there's obviously other ratings. But from what I've seen, he's had, he's just so far ahead of all of them. Of plus 8.3. Okay? To put that into perspective, Klimp Capella is plus 5.2 at number two. Um, Jakob Pertl is plus 5.1. 
Joel Embiid is plus 4.3. And Mike Conley is actually the next, the fifth best on their list at plus 3.9. So per their list, Gobert is plus 3.2 points better than the next best player in the NBA. There is no question that he is the best defensive player in the league. He's arguably the best defensive center in NBA history. And yeah, maybe with physicality 20, 30 years ago, things would have been different. But he's he's a Hall of Famer. No questions asked. We will have number 27 retired here. And uh, the Jazz will get to see that in the Raptors. We'll get to see number 45 retired here. And maybe some other numbers, but... The fact that the Jazz have two players right now that we're going to see numbers retired and in the Raptors for is something that's just so special. Um, if you just got here to the chat, please leave a like. It helps more people find us. Right now we're shooting to try to get 30 people here and we're shooting to go for an hour at least. So let's keep this chat going and let's just keep talking Jazz basketball. Um, I hope we get to play Memphis round one. That's from Will Jensen. Could not agree more. Um, Memphis or the Spurs. Memphis is the most probable of the two, but I will take either of them. The jazz will be able to handle them and I won't be worried about um, them making it to the second round. Um, Golden state warriors. As we saw earlier this week, we didn't have Mike and we didn't have Donovan, but still scary. And same with Portland. Um, Sorry. Same with the Lakers, just because we've never played the Lakers full strength and they might not be, but it's still terrifying. Um, Oh, Julius Randall. Yes. Thank you. Um, He's definitely going to be most improved player. No questions asked. I feel like Conley could theoretically be in that um, award discussion, but I think a lot of people don't count an off. I mean, you shouldn't count an off year. And then when they get back to normal, um, back to their regular production, you shouldn't put give them most improved. But he did definitely, just from last year to this year, improve significantly as a jazz man. Um, <laughs> um Sawyer Parker said, my, they exaggerated. He walked off or, um, not sure. Weston asked if I live in Utah. Yeah, I live in Utah. I live in Salt Lake County right now. So, um, really just glad to be here. And I'm glad if you don't live in Utah and you're a jazz fan and you're here, that's awesome. Like, thanks for getting on. I can't imagine how hard it is to be a jazz fan out of state. So just keep working hard. And this is really just great. Um, so if they make an excuse that we won the championship in the year of COVID, we need to win it next year so they have no excuses. Agreed. I I mean, let's look here. Are there I mean, the only teams in my opinion that could make those excuses are maybe Boston and um and Denver. I think they're the only two teams that actually have players out for season right now who are contenders. I could be wrong. Let me know if I'm wrong. Um, but if you talk about injuries and that that helped the Jazz, um, like with the Lakers, well, first of all, AD and LeBron are both back. Um, they've got everyone, and it's going to be hard. But if AD, if LeBron James is the best player in NBA history, and there's an argument that he is, then that shouldn't matter. And it's not like the Jazz didn't experience injuries. The injur- The players that we were lucky enough to have play pretty much every game, they did miss a couple. But were Rudy Gobert and Derek Favors, if we had lost both one of or both of them, that would have hurt. And because of our guard depth, we did survive without Mike and Donovan for a while. But the Jazz had injuries too. So those are the only two teams I think have valid complaints is because they lost players in the regular season. But even then, it's not enough to take away the credit for what the Jazz are going to do here. Uh, well, for what they do, whether it's positive or negative. Um, so Juan Carlos Quesadilla... Quesada, I'm so sorry. Um, so sorry. I just, I read that so terribly. Is this the first um, time the Jazz get the number one seed? No, this is the third time in franchise history. I don't have it pulled up anymore. They got it a couple times in the 90s. I can't remember if it was 96 through 98 um, or if they picked it up one earlier, but they were able to pick it up twice in the, um, they were able to pick it up twice in the 90s. So this is the third. Um, Weston Harvey says, and Shaq. Yeah, we need to, um, we need to prove Shaq wrong. I hate that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not okay with Shaq. We've all went to the Shaq, um, staff. Um, Sawyer Parker says, share the chat. Please do. Um, did you send it to Winston? Um, I have not Weston. 
So, Sir Parker, like, let's like the stream. Please do. We're at 30 right now. This is absolutely awesome. Um, for anyone who's on and hasn't been on, there's a link in the description. We're going to have an NBA um, bracket competition where you can enter a bracket and have a chance to win up to a $250 um, Utah Jazz team store gift card or NBA um, store gift card. It is based on our subscriber count. So if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Um, the final gift card will be worth 10% of our subscriber count when the NBA champion is crowned. So please enter the competition, share it with your family, share it with your friends, share the channel. Let's just get rolling here into the playoffs and let's do it as an awesome community here on called bank sports. We'll continue to do lives after every playoff game. And it's just going to be a great next few um, weeks and hopefully next month or so to be a jazz fan. Um, let, let me take a look here. So is the NBA standings. I haven't really been following the other games tonight. I've been so busy prepping everything for the competition. So let's see if I can pull up the standings and see if these are final. Let's, um, sorry, I hear this is going to take a second, but dang Thank you for everyone on the stream. Thanks for everyone who's left a like. This is just an awesome opportunity. And maybe this stream is just me going in circles, but I'm pretty sure that this is just how every um, jazz fan is. Juan Carlos said, I went to see live games, John Stockton, Malone. That's awesome. I'm jealous of that. <laughs> this is the first time um, I, I'm fingers. Well, the jazz did make the conference finals, you know, 13 or so years ago with, Carlos Boozer and with Darren Williams and with Mehmet Kerr and Andre Karolinko. This team is definitely better than that team. And the Jazz definitely had some luck, luck on their side in 20, in 2008. So hopefully the Jazz get some more luck on their side here this, um, this series. So everything it looks like is clinched. Um, Western Conference is as follows. Utah Jazz um, at the one seed. Phoenix Suns at the two. Nuggets at three. Clippers at four. Dallas at five. Blazers at six. Lakers will be playing Golden State to determine the seven seed. And then um, the loser of that will play the winner of Memphis San Antonio to, ter- to determine the eight seed. So Jazz are more likely than not going to end up playing Golden State or Memphis in the first round. Um, Lakers and Spurs are kind of out there, but we'll see what happens. Um Dang, second round's going to be scary. Um, Clippers Clippers are a really good team. They're definitely favored, um, heavily favored to win a title for a reason. So let's hope that the Mavericks give them a run for their money there and um, get them a bit tired. But this is not going to be a cakewalk for the Jazz. First round's going to be possibly against LeBron James or Steph Curry, two of the best players in NBA history. Um, Second round is probably going against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And hopefully we can send Paul George packing again, just like we did when he was on um, OKC. And then third round, you know, (laughs) you're looking at Phoenix, Denver, um, Portland, or, you know, probably Lakers. And all of those teams are so very capable of beating the Jazz. We've seen that with the Suns. Um, I really only feel like one of the Suns games was an actual, like, good look at what the series will be. And that game went to overtime and the Jazz lost. It's it's definitely crazy overall, and things are definitely just bonkers here. Um, Gaming with Devin asked, who's my favorite college basketball team? I don't want to make everyone leave the stream, but I'm a Cougar. <laughs> Um, I, I, I go to BYU, so I'm a BYU fan through and through and enjoy watching them play basketball. So, um, definitely try my best to cheer for everyone in the state struggle sometimes cheering for the Utes, but, um, I, I do definitely want them to get back to their winning ways. I, I can only imagine the pain of the Kristoviak era and hopefully, um, the new coach can't remember his name. The old Utah state coach does better for you guys in Utah. And hopefully the new coach in at Utah State does good for them. Um, Weston said, Blazers are scary. Yeah, they really are. Like, it was two years ago when the Jazz ended up falling to the four, five seed, had to play the Rockets, and um, lost when the Blazers went to the Con- Western Conference Finals kind of out of nowhere. And they have a really good team still. I don't think they're going to do it. But if you told me they made it there, I wouldn't be sitting here like, you're wrong. No, I'd believe you. I'd be shocked, but I believe you. Um, Nick Reader said, you of you, bro. I, I do hope they definitely start doing better. At the very minimum, even if I dislike the Utes, I feel bad for the players. Um, when I think about like 
how like much it sucks when I fail a test, like to think about going out and losing games constantly just doesn't sound like fun, especially when you're putting your heart and soul into it. So, <laughs> um, so jazz versus Sixers in the finals would be crazy. I think it would be crazy. If I were to pick a finals matchup that could happen, I would choose jazz bucks. The jazz absolutely destroyed the bucks. Um, or, um, both times they played them this year. I don't think it would be a competition. Um, I honestly think the jazz could possibly win that in four. I'd feel bad for sweeping Giannis. Um, like I definitely want Giannis to win a championship and I want him to win this year if the jazz don't make it to the finals, but we've, (laughs) we've got to go. Like, I mean, if the jazz make it there, I'm definitely not cheering for anyone in the East no matter how much I respect them. Nick reader asked if I know Zach Wilson, I do not know Zach Wilson, but I know of Zach Wilson and I am struggling with the fact that I am now going to be a New York jets fan for the foreseeable future. And I mean, if he does well, I guess I'm not going to care being a New York jets fan, but dang, I do not like the jets. And now that he's a jet, was it? I was hoping he fell to three and fell to the 49ers, but I mean, highest pick in the state of Utah um, history and highest pick in BYU history. So really big there. Um, wasn't able to top um, college. Wasn't able to get that number one pick and tie with, um, oh, come on, Alex Smith. But excited for that. Um, and let's let's see. Um, Kalani Sataki, the other. <laughs> yeah, Kalani Sataki. Yeah, he's such a fun guy. Um, but Tori Parker said, if we play the 76ers, there would be more fights than Jazz OKC. Yeah, there probably would be. Um, I, I personally think if we play the 76ers, I don't think Joel Embiid's going to be healthy. So that's why I think the Jazz would do well. And that's why I never picked the Sixers to do anything is Joel Embiid just can't stay healthy enough. And he's one of the greatest bodies um, like otherwise in NBA history and just has so much talent. But you've got to stay healthy. And if you can't stay healthy, you're not going to make it that far in the league. Nick Reader asked what my NFL team was before. Um, I just cheer for BYU players unless they're on the Patriots or Seahawks. I can pretty much cheer for anyone else. I am kind of starting to get into the Las Vegas Raiders. I think that's really fun and I like how close they are. So might get some Raiders gear, but definitely right now, um, Saints, Kansas, um, Kansas City Chiefs and Jets are number one on my list. Um, and Bede would try to choke, go bare like... Oh. Oh my gosh, Gobert, nobody likes playing Gobert because he's just that good. And while, and I mean, nobody, no other centers really play defense in the NBA. No other all-star centers play defense like Gobert does um, in the NBA. Sorry, Parker said with Donovan and Simmons and the lady, and the lady, and the time they played the whole team and Embiid. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some bad blood there, especially after the last game. That was the game when the jazz came out and said like the refs suck, um, Gobert and Donovan lost some money over that. And Gobert basically said that he tells everyone in the locker room, like we're a small market team. They don't want us to succeed. And I heard a lot of crap on that personally. Um, well, I don't think, well, I think that that could lead to a defeatist mindset and could be concerning. I don't think you've seen a defeatist mindset from Rudy Gobert or from the jazz this year. Um, if anything, they're using the small market as a chip on their shoulder and they're going to go out guns a blazing. They're, they're going to, you know, pull up from three, do the best that they can. And this is going to be a great playoffs for Utah. Um, wait, Oh, what's my beef with the Hawks? I don't know what my beef with the Seahawks is. Part of it is I was born in Portland and for whatever reason, I just have beef with um, Washington and Oregon teams because of it. Like I've tried to like them because of it, but it just, it just hasn't worked. I just have beef with the Pacific Northwest teams as much as I love the Pacific Northwest. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. I said he meant last time. That makes a bit more sense. Um, in your previous comment, um, refs, you suck chance are going to be back. Yeah. And personally, I, I feel bad for NBA refs, but I definitely do feel the frustration a lot of the time. Um, especially when there's games like really felt like that play at the end of the Portland um, Suns game that allowed Booker to go to the line and um, take the lead was a bad call there. Technically a foul, but I feel like that didn't live up to what fouls had been earlier in the game, you know? And then the Spurs gave the jazz fans hope that the Kings game wouldn't matter today, 
but dang, the Suns came back and won it at the end. So thankfully, um, thankfully, the, we only had to be worried as Jazz fans, you know, for like the first six or seven minutes of this game because holy crap, going down by 12, like, I, I don't want to imagine the stream would have ended like 32 minutes ago had the Jazz lost this game. And, you know, <laughs> I would have just been ticked off and trying to go to sleep and so mad at what happened. But thankfully, the Jazz are one the one seeds and we're just here to keep on um, doing the best that we can, to keep on covering them and to keep watching them just absolutely destroy. Um, Gaming with Devin is a Seahawks fan, so I, I apologize for not liking the Seahawks, Devin. Um, is Conley the best he has been in his career? Maybe not the best he's been in the, his career, but he is the most valuable he's been in his career. And what I mean by that is like, this is absolutely the most impact he's going to have um, on a like an amazing team in his career. Would I like have made, wanted Conley from six, seven years ago on the Jazz if I could have it? Probably. He'd probably be doing a lot better, but like he's doing amazing and bringing the Jazz everything. He's had one of the best season seasons in his career overall, and definitely from a team contribution standpoint. Um, I can't um know my flow said I can't believe the Clippers just lost. We would have had a free path to the Western Conference Finals. I definitely think we would have had a better chance. And the Clippers just wanted to not have a chance of playing the Lakers in the second round. They wanted to save that for the Western Conference Finals, which I don't really get. I'm more terrified of playing the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, personally hoping they just don't make it to um into a Jazz matchup. But if I were to want to play the Lakers, especially where the Clippers are 100% healthy, I would prefer the Lakers um, in the first round, which obviously wasn't going to happen. But in the second round, if that's what's going to happen, I, it'll really stink for Phoenix if the Lakers snag the seventh seed and knock out the Suns. Don't know if that's going to happen. Um, Phoenix is definitely going in healthy and guns a-blazing, but that would really suck to go from not making the playoffs for however long, finally making the playoffs as a two-seed, almost the one-seed, and then losing in the first round to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Um, so, um, sorry, Par- oh yeah, um, sorry, Parker and other people in the chat are just talking about how the Clippers rested everyone tonight. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent true. The Clippers intentionally lost the game. Um, I think that, <laughs> yeah, which I I think that means that Oklahoma City was one game away from getting the over on their wins for the season. So if you bet over. On OKC and lost that ticket. I apologize if you bet under. You're really lucky with how bad they've been the last 26 games. Um, so no, my flow said, yeah, it's because they're scared of the Lakers. That's exactly why the Clippers lost. Um, Nick Nick Reed said, I have the same issues with 49ers fans where a lot of fan, fans are in Utah and I'm a Seahawks fan. Yeah, Utah is just kind of like that eclectic mix. I feel like, if anything, you have a lot of Broncos, Hawks, and um, 49ers fans. And Steve Young has definitely um, helped with the 49ers fans. That is absolutely why there's so many 49ers fans here in the state. Um, Could not believe more. Weston Harvey said, I think we can beat any team. I do too. Um, The few things that concern me are that the Jazz are the 30th in the league at forcing turnovers. That's not the end-all, be-all terrible but with how often the Jazz turn the ball over, it creates a really hard um, turnover differential. And they really have improved their fast break defense these past 15 or 20 or so games once they had the loss to the Wizards and then played the Raptors, I think was kind of how things went. But I don't know how much of that was really against teams where I look at it and I'm like, I'm terrified of them playing fast break. So that's my chief concern is turnovers and points off of turnovers in the fast break or just fast break points in general and how quickly Donovan can get back depending on who we're playing in that first round since it could be very necessary for him to play well. Um, Weston Harvey said, I can't imagine not playing in the finals. You might have to imagine it. It's going to be hard to get there, but I really hope that we don't have to experience it. I, I can imagine it, but I hope that we don't have to experience it. Um, CJ... Paragallo said, which, who of the players that we have traded in the last couple of years do you wish were still on the team? Um, so Weston Harvey said Crowder, and he's definitely the player 
that I think I would wish was still on the team. Um, he'd have to take minutes from Niang, and I don't know how that, that would work because Niang is much better from three than Crowder and really has improved tremendously on the defensive side of the ball this year. I absolutely love Niang, and I don't know. I don't think Crowder would want to play the limited minutes that he would play. Maybe he would. Su- maybe you could trade out Crowder for um, O'Neal. Like maybe I feel like they're really similar. Crowder is definitely a bit more physical, but Crowder can't hit the three nearly as well. And we all know that's what the Jazz. That's been the Jazz's bread and butter this team. So Crowder, who is who I would want on the team. Um, teams that if we got a ring, I would. Love. I mean, I'd at least send thank you notes. Um, would be Ricky Rubio. Um, and there's a um Howell Neto. And there's a lot more that just aren't coming to mind right now. But those are a couple that, man, just having them on the team was awesome here. And it does kind of stink. To get better, you have to get better players. And sometimes that means losing, you know, guys who worked really hard and like deserve to be in the NBA. And thankfully, pretty much all of them are all still playing professional basketball. Um, So... Weston Harvey said, or Rubio, he was clutch. He definitely had some clutch times, and he's the reason the Jazz beat Oklahoma City in that playoffs. Like, he was big. Um, Conley is definitely an upgrade from Rubio. Rubio really struggled to shoot, but defensive, defensively, Rubio was obviously better. And he was just a really good guy. Like, the Jazz did need to upgrade, but he was a really good guy and a really great um, just like personality to have on the team. Um Will Jensen said, yeah, Crowder would be such a nice defender. He would be. Um, it would be really nice to have more of a lockdown defender on the secondary um, than the Jazz currently have. Again, I don't know where you'd fit him in exactly in the rotation. And obviously, he's way too much money. Um, I mean, look at the teams he's been on. He's been on the Jazz and helped them out so much. Um, then he went to the Heat and made it to the finals last year. He's on the Suns, who, if they made it to the finals this year, wouldn't be incredibly shocking. Like, Jay Crowder is definitely a six man of the year candidate every year. And he's, he's special. Like I'm really happy that we got the time that we had with him in you when he was in Utah. Um, so Parker said, yeah, Crowder had a good hustle and I liked Rubio, but I don't, but I don't know. I did not start following the jazz till 2016. Yeah. So, um, I think Crowder's the consensus and then Rubio is a really big fan favorite, but, um, gave me with Devin asked me who my favorite jazz player is. Well, I, oh, we were at 27, so I was going to say Rudy Gobert because we have 27 people in the stream right now. But, dang, I, I don't have a favorite. I mean, go, there's Gobert, Ingles, and Donovan, and that's probably my my OG three right now. Absolutely love favors. Um, Joe, the other three kind of edge him out there, but those are by far my favorites. Um, if I were to get a jersey... I'd probably get a Gobert jersey or a Mitchell jersey. Maybe Gobert just because it would be a bit more variety and most people have Mitchell jerseys. But, I mean, they're all so good. I I, I can't choose one favorite. Um, Weston Harvey asked, when did I start following the Jazz? So I started following the Jazz 5th and 6th grade. So that would have put me like 2010, 2011. And that was, you know, um, like when you had D-Will and... um, when when D Will forced his way out and um oh my gosh and Coach Sloan um retired I kind of stopped following them I, I mean and I think a lot of people did just because bless Ty Corbin's heart um but he was never put in a situation to succeed so I really hope that he'll succeed and uh, well I I mean I just didn't and then when Coach Q came and Gordon Hayward was just doing so well I was following the jazz, absolutely loved it. Um, I went on a on a religious mission in California for a couple of years, and that's when all the Hayward drama started, and then um, Donovan was signed. And to come back to a team that after I heard Hayward had left that I thought was just going to be in the rebuilding era of Ty, of, um, Ty Corbin again and was not excited to the team that they are and just to who Donovan is, not only as a player, but just as a person is just it's just one of the I honestly a great time to be a Utah Jazz fan right now. And the fact that we've had um like three stretches of good jazz basketball over the last like three decades is a lot more than other teams can say. So it does stink to be a small market sometimes. It does stink to not have a title. But we really are blessed as jazz fans to have what we have and just so lucky. Um Sawyer Parker said, yeah, I was mad when they traded Faves, Crowder, and Rubio, but now I like Conley a lot. 
I yeah, I was kind of upset too. I really didn't think it was going to be a good move overall, but I tried to be positive about it afterwards. And last season, obviously, I looked right. I wasn't again doom and gloom. I I thought he was going to improve and not be as bad as he was at the beginning of the year last year. But dang, this year, hundred percent wrong. Absolutely good. And I mean, I miss Crowder and I miss Rubio, but we have faves back now. So overall amazing trade one of the best trades in jazz history you have four players on this team and i mean i'm sure there are more who are on the team because of some of the best trades in jazz history you have mike conley you have donovan mitchell and gobert who were both um you know picks that we got uh, in trades with the denver nuggets and obviously they're not whining they have the mvp and um jamal murray but we were able to pick them up from there And then um, Jordan Clarkson, of course, absolutely amazing value trade for the Jazz. All you had to do was, what, get rid of a second-round pick and send Dante Exum off, who sadly um, wasn't going to be a part of the team in the future. So, for, like, the trading, the trades for the Jazz have been big. So big, and uh, only one of them took place during the regular season, which is crazy for the Jazz to do, but they did it, and it's definitely helped out a lot. Um, Okay, let's see. So... Mile high nuggets all the way. We've got a nuggets fan in the chat. Welcome to the chat. Um, wish you the best. Hope Jamal Murray gets um gets better soon. But if we see you in the Western Conference Finals, there's no love here. We're gonna take you down. De- the Jazz are hopefully gonna take you down. But that would be a crazy finals that I'd love to see. That w- um that's a great rivalry that's a brew in here, and that's gonna be here for a long time. Um Sir Parker just saying Clarkson was one of the best trades. Could not agree more. And gaming with Devin Ingles is so underrated. He is like, there's an argument to be made that he's actually a better six man of the year pick than Jordan Clarkson. When you look at, um, just the impact and his plus minus on the year, um, and his points gained, he's much better in those ratios than Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson is obviously the leading scorer coming off the bench in the NBA this year. Um, Joe has started a lot of games with Donovan being out and Conley being out. So I think Jordan's going to win it. But, I mean, if Joe won it this year, like, the Jazz definitely have the two top sixth man of the year candidates. And, I mean, having the sixth and seventh man definitely sets you up well for the playoffs, especially in past years when the Jazz's bench has really been their downfall. And this year, it's definitely not that. Uh, Oops, scrolled down all the way. Let's see if I can find it. Um, Oh, so Weston Harvey said, we have a Mitchell jersey he gave to my sister and signed it at the game. It looks sick. That's awesome. What um, style is it? Is it a city edition? Is it um, one of their other basic ones? Or like, that's that's so cool. Um, Sorry, Parker. Hayward got karma for leaving. He is always injured. Yeah, I don't want to wish ill on Hayward. Like, him going to Boston makes a lot of sense. I know he didn't handle it well. Um, and he could have been like a lot more respectful to the, to Utah and to the jazz as an organization. But man, like I totally get that. There's that part of a lot of people who like kind of revel in injuries, but I try really hard to like not do that since it really sucks that he's always injured. I mean, he is definitely a a good guy overall done. He's done some things I don't like, but he's a good guy overall. And I hope he's able to have a solid ending to his career. I'd love to see Charlotte, um, sneak in. Um, at the eight seed. Um, well, maybe not actually, because the Wizards have the best chance of beating the Nets in the East, but that's a, that's another topic for another day or for 10 minutes down the line. If we keep going, um, let's <laughs> okay. Um, JP, J Peach says Hawks and six. So Hawks nets that could happen. That's going to be a crazy matchup. Um, especially depending on how many fans are in the garden versus how many fans make it or able to be in person in Atlanta. So that, that'll be a crazy series. That's definitely going to be the most competitive first round series. Maybe the heat could upset the bucks. They're definitely capable of it. Um, but I guess, yeah, like um, wizards or Celtics could theoretically 
kind of shock the Nets, but Wizards, I think, have the best chance just based on they're going to fight fire with fire. They're not going to play around with any of that old-fashioned defense stuff and stopping the other um, team from scoring. No, all you need to do is get more points than the other team. You don't need to stop them from scoring points. Um, (laughs) Please don't curse in the chat, Mile High, if you're still here. Um, Definitely respect if you're not a Jazz fan and if there's some bad blood there, but um, please try to keep the chat PG. Um, so let's see, Nick reader. What happened to John Stockton's son? I, I have no idea. I, I vaguely remember what you're talking about, but I'm not sure. So if you want to, um, give me some details, but I'm probably not going to be able to get super in depth in that on the stream. Um, C Chiver said, sorry, I'm like Yegan number one seed. Yeah. We've just been chatting here about the one seed Chivers for the last 55 minutes and 16 seconds just floating on cloud one I guess not cloud nine like I've been saying um (laughs) JC double zero flame on from John Latana yes let's go um sorry Parker said his name was David Stockton I'm referring to John Stockton's son um CJ yeah we've got a great turnout tonight thank you for everyone who's turned in thanks for the likes um thanks for the subscriptions this is just so much fun to be here together. Um, Nick Reader said, "What's your f- what style is your favorite jazz jersey?" So they haven't had it this year. My favorite jazz jersey, um, as you know from the color of um, hoodie I'm wearing, is the dark green with the yellow letters. Um, I green's my all time favorite color. Absolutely my favorite. I do love the dark mode. Um, the last city editions had to grow on me, but I think the dark mode city editions just look so fly and so much better. Um, Sawyer Parker, remember when we played the Suns and our fans cheered for Jimmer Fredette because he played at BYU? I do, and I almost got tickets to go to that game, and I'm still kind of ticked that I didn't, but Jimmer is playing lights out in China and wish he was in the NBA, but he's definitely doing well for himself over there. Um, Weston Harvey, yeah, flamethrower is... What the heck? Does he call... Oh, wait, Weston Harvey, are you... Is that what that... So... Is flamethrower another name for the um for the city edition? That's a that's a fun name there. Um, do I like the subway jerseys? They're growing on me a bit. Um, the green's a bit too neon for me, but I've liked. Um, I think they're called the earned jerseys this year. I've definitely liked those more. Um, as things go on this year, and I mean, I'm excited to see what our earned jerseys are for next year. Since I, I think that's kind of fun that the eight teams that make the playoffs or in each conference respectively. So the 16 in total get a fun Jersey to, um, you know, promote at the end of the year uh, or, um, kind of around the all-star break, just a, a fun new thing. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the Craig Bowler chat, um, Craig Bowler Jack comments are in the chat right now, but I definitely love his calls. I do enjoy listening to David Locke the most. He provides a lot of good interest and I'm a stat head and I love the stats that he provides. So, uh, okay. Seahawks, not, not to stay on them too long. I, oh my gosh, Seahawks and the Mavs, just please get rid of your neon green jerseys. Like nobody needs those. They don't look good. Maybe the T-Hope Bulls have one. I can't remember whoever has, whoever, who else has them. But like, come on, Seahawks and Mavericks, if anyone from your organization is listening, please just get rid of those. They look so bad. Um, oh, you got, so you got to go to a front row. That's awesome. Um, you know, maybe if they make it to the finals, I'll spend my life save. I'll spend my college fund on getting some lower bowl tickets if, but it it's, it's awesome. I'm really glad that the Jazz I know everyone won't get to go and that bites, but hopefully a lot of people get to go. And I'm so thrilled that the jazz um, are able to have the most fans out of every team, um, any team in the NBA in the first round. And if you haven't got vaccinated um, and you're able to please do the more people who get vaccinated um, and the less cases we have, the more likely likely we are to get to a hundred percent capacity. So just fingers crossed and hoping for that hundred percent capacity here um, later down the stretch. But, it it's going to be electric and vivid. It's going to be loud. Everyone's going to be standing. It's not going to be like the couple of games I've got to go to this year when it's at 25 or, you know, 50, 40% capacity. It's going to be something absolutely special. Um, 
So front row. Oh, Weston said that when he sat on the front row, um, Donovan Mitchell fell on him. So that, hey, as long as you didn't hurt Donovan Mitchell, that's good. You could be carried out on a stretcher, but as long as Donovan Mitchell's good. No, that that would kind of be scary for me. Um, But obviously, if it was common for people to get hurt, you'd hear a lot more about it. And I don't think they'd um, have the front row seats like they do. So thankfully, it's it's a bit scary for me, but thankfully, it's not um, anything too, too damaging. So, um. Thank you guys, everyone, for tuning in. If you haven't left a like, please leave a like. We are officially about to hit an hour long on this stream. So, like, please, um, if you want to keep talking jazz basketball, leave that in the chat. Um, if you haven't subbed to the channel, please sub. There is a link um, in the video description for a bracket competition that we're doing um, for the playoffs. You'll need to have your entries in by the first playoff game this upcoming Saturday, I believe. And you can have a chance to win up to a $250 Utah Jazz gift card. Um, And that's based on our subscriber count. So the more subscribers we get, the higher the gift card total will be. Um, Yeah, I did go on a mission to... um, to California. I was in Los Angeles, so got to live in Laker and Clipper country for a bit. And let me tell you, I am, I am glad to be back here in jazz land. Glad to be back here in jazz land. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, again, if you haven't, if you have some more Utah jazz, um, stuff, some more playoff related stuff, please leave that in the chat. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to bail on a chat here, but I really enjoy, um, chatting but if it's just going to be chatting, I do have work at 8 a.m. And I've got um, some other jazz stuff to post tonight. We did just um, post our first TikTok video today. So I will leave um, our TikTok video stuff in, for, stuff in the comments. And hopefully we're going to do um, a good job of getting some content on TikTok going and getting our fan base going on that. So thank you for everyone. Um, thank you for the content, um, for being on here. Thanks for this amazing season and let's just make this the best playoffs in Utah jazz history here at called bank sports. Again, some, if you haven't leave a, leave a like and let's go Utah.